Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. What's up, everyone? Freddy the Pizza Man here, host of the Pizza Man Podcast. Now joining forces with ChristopherMedia.net. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, the Pizza Man Podcast. And, of course, find all the podcasts on ChristopherMedia.net. We talk Detroit sports. I bring on guests, uh, passions, opinions, uh, all for Detroit sports, and more. We even talk pizza. So thanks for tuning in and uh, spread the word. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Beer Nuts, a weekly excursion into the world of craft beer. Brought to you by MichiganBeerGuide.com. And now, here are the Beer Nuts. All right, welcome to Beer Nuts number 108. I'm Chris. This is Dugout here in Michigan. The only one here in Michigan this evening. I am Lieutenant Dang here holding it down the fort in southwest Missouri, Springfield to be exact. And this is Ross in Durham, North Carolina. Yeah, and uh, today's show, all about prairie artisan ales, and it's fitting that I am in Kansas for this show. Uh, I I do want to tell you uh, guys real quick before we start off, uh, the bottle shop that was recommended by both uh, you and John, Dan, man. Great place. I guess it's been voted like the top bottle shop in Kansas like three years in a row. And yeah, I don't think there's anything in there I couldn't get. I mean, it's a crazy nuts place and they had tons of prairie. So. Yeah, uh, it's a killer, killer shop. Why don't you give them a shout out with their name? Is it, uh, is it Goble? Goble's, yes. Uh, uh, Home of Rob's Beer Cave, I believe it said on the sign. Oh, that that place was crazy. The, the the cooler was unbelievable, and it was nice to see there was like a whole door of Michigan beers, which I thought was kind of cool. Because I guess it, well, we've talked about it before. I guess Michigan's kind of respected in the craft beer community, but we're not talking about Michigan today. We're talking about Prairie. Prairie is from Oklahoma, I believe. Dan, yeah, they're actually um, now they. I don't know if their headquarters is still in Krebs, but it's kind of over towards the Oklahoma City area. Go to Tulsa, way out past Tulsa to the west. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere, but they have a few brew pubs too, so they do have some locations in Tulsa. Dan's really breaking. I don't. Up. I couldn't yeah, tell you the exact locations of all of them, but I've been to a couple. And uh, nice to know they out a little bit. They're in the middle, all over the middle of nowhere. Hey, Dan, you keep breaking up. I believe you said you're the one in your basement, is, correct? Yeah. Is that any better? Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes, sir. All right. Well, yeah, uh, Prairie's kind of all over Oklahoma, but they're, they're, we're in Krebs, and um, I'm not sure if that's still where they have their headquarters, Krebs or Oklahoma City, but that's have brew pubs in Tulsa, and uh, they got a few different locations that you can find around the middle of the state. Middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. It gets, you know, a couple of big cities, Oklahoma City and Tulsa, and then it gets very rural, very country, very fast. That tends to be the pattern out in this part of the country. But, uh, so, we're going to start off with our beer quote for the week, and then we're just going to roll right into this, because we have some delicious beers. I may have already started drinking ahead, just saying. 
Uh, but I believe this week's beer quote is, uh, Camel can work for 10 days without drinking, but I can work for 10 days without working. Oh, damn it! I can drink for 10 days without working. <laughs> it's all the delivery, folks. I messed it up right away. See, what's what happens with these 13 percenters? All right. So I believe, Doug Out, you have our first beer of the day. All right. I do. I went really, really light for Prairie, for Prairie Artisan tonight. Um, most of their beers are uh, big and thick and chewy and motor oil, and they have um, lots of coffee and chocolate and cinnamon and all kinds of adjuncts in them. Um, this particular beer does not. Um, it does have some adjuncts, but it's called Color Block. It's a hazy IPA with vanilla and orange zest. It's clocking in at a pretty spelt 8.3. Um, so a little bit about the beer itself. Uh, it's, uh, it's considered a milkshake IPA, and it's brewed with Warrior and Citra hops uh, for a smooth citrus bitterness that doesn't linger. Uh, it does have lactose sugar uh, for the mouthfeel, and the beer is fermented on Caracara, Satsuma, and Naval Oranges. I've heard of Naval Oranges. I'm not really familiar with the others. And then it has, um, it's, uh, has vanilla added and a double dose of Citra during the dry hops. So um, I guess the, uh, it pours uh, as advertised. It's a sort of a hazy gold orange color. Uh, nice head with some beautiful lacing on it. And the nose, I get, I get some of the vanilla in the nose. I get some of the orange in the nose. But I'm also getting, I, I could be wrong, but it's possible they used a Belgian yeast in this because it, uh, it has some of those esters, you know, sort of that banana-type uh, clove nose to it. Yeah, the, the taste has um, got sort of an orange bitterness up front to it. And uh, I think I, I do. I do believe they use Belgian yeast in this because it definitely has a Belgian flavor to it. Um, there's, uh, it's, it's, it has some balance, and the vanilla is not very present in the flavor, which to me is good. I mean, I think too much vanilla in an IPA kills it really, really fast. And the same with orange zest. Orange is done very tastefully. It's not like an orange juice bomb. I mean, it's there, and it adds to it. It's got sort of a nice, bitter finish, and as advertised, does not linger. Now, uh, for this being an 8.3, it's definitely well-masked. This is very drinkable and very crushable. So this could be a very dangerous beer. Um, artwork on the can is awesome. They do great artwork, uh, and it is canned. So I was kind of surprised. I don't typically see cans of Prairie um, Artisan. But, guys, I'll tell you what, man, I'd give this uh, probably a 4.25 out of 5. Um, i definitely rank it pretty high. It's, it's delicious, and I know they're not known for their IPAs, but this is just really, really well done. And uh, I'm not always the biggest fan of milkshake beers. I think the, the flavors don't always mesh, and they're sort of thick, and um, they just don't taste right. But this one does, and I think... Uh, that Belgian, whatever Belgian yeast they're using in it, just sets the right tone for the for the orange it used in the beer. It sounds delicious. Yeah, I would. I would. Third time of it. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, going going from the lighter fare 
to the dark affair. It sounds like I have something here that is more typical of their style. I have birthday bomb. Uh, and reading right from the bottle here, it's an imperial aged. Wait, no, sorry. Wow, again, 13%, guys. <laughs> I can't read. Imperial stout aged with coffee, cocoa nibs, vanilla beans, and chili peppers. Uh, our pre show chat, I was uh, telling you guys, it looks like motor oil. And yeah, I mean, this, this may possibly be the darkest beer I've ever had. I mean, this, I mean, this is pretty much. Black. A lot of stouts are kind of your your brown or your dark brown. I mean, this is black. I mean, and it's it's sticking to the glass quite nicely. And you stick your nose in it. Yeah, I mean, right away the coffee just punching you right in the nose. You get a little little whiff of the chocolate, but it's pretty much a lot of the coffee. And then it's it's, it's kind of sweeter at the end. But then again, too, I mean, it's. The stout kind of goes with the territory. And, and taking a sip of this, you know, Dugout says they like to make beers you can chew. This would be no exception. Uh, and it's, it is, you, you get the cocoa nibs, like kind of up front, the coffee in the middle, and then those chili peppers kick in right in the back. This is really good. This is... Yeah, Doug, you, you gave a high rating to your first beer. I, I would definitely say this probably top five stouts I've had. Uh, and, yeah, the label, their artwork is, it, it's, it, it reminds me of shorts in a sense that the artwork on everything is different and unique. It's not the same kind of style as the art, but, yeah, I noticed that when I was, when I was at the bottle shop, just looking at just every single Every single bottle has it's it's a unique design, and yeah, I'm glad I got turned on to this uh, this beer here. I mean, Prairie. I, I have a feeling going to be sampling a lot more Prairie as so, fall wears on here. I'm curious as to uh, what the cost on that bottle was. Now, that's a is that a 12 ounce bottle? Yeah, at 13 percent ABV, <laughs> cost me 10 bucks. Okay, all right. <laughs> because when I was I was um, I was shopping for some beer this afternoon, and uh, I knew that off the wagon, which is a little store right next, right by the house, I knew they would have some. And um, uh, I went in there; they had quite a bit of selection, and then they had a a mixed four pack of bottles. So it was at priced at thirty seven bucks, and I was like, ooh. It's not payday today. Otherwise, I might just go back and get them. <laughs> well, I tell you, I, I'm, even though I paid $10 for a 12-ounce bottle, I know I am not going to feel slighted. I mean, especially, yeah. I'll finish this one. I'll feel like I drank a six-pack of regular beer. So, All right. Up next, we, we have Lieutenant Dan. All right. Well, uh, I am going to be drinking a uh, a Prairie Dogs beer, and that is the term they give to their um, uh, membership bottles line. So you can pay, I forget how much theirs is, I want to say $500, and I have no idea how many bottles that gets you, but you pay an amount up front. That guarantees you a certain number of releases and a certain number of beers. It's usually around uh, 
15 bottles, you know, 12 to 15 bottles just kind of depends on, on what you got and who you're with. Because um, lots of different breweries do this around the country. It's becoming more and more popular. And um, so Prairie Dogs is the name of their 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 private membership. And they're, I don't know when they release their their membership when it comes up for renewal. But obviously the last year's members get the first preference to join in for next year. And, um, and then they put it up, open to the public after that. Something really unique and cool that Prairie does, and I don't know if anybody else does this or not, is they take their base, this base stout recipe that is 14 percenter, and they sell only to the Prairie Dog members. Um, you can buy the whole, you have to buy one whole barrel of it, of this Prairie Dog beer, this stout and then you can have a certain number of barrels available. When it's gone, it's gone. And um, last year they had either bourbon barrel stout or a rum barrel aged stout. And then you got to decide when the time came to add whatever adjuncts, you know, additional flavors you wanted to yourself. So this particular um, bottle is called, and, and you get to name the beer yourself, which is pretty cool. This one is called Booty Call, and it is a rum barrel vanilla coconut and cocoa nibs um i've seen all kinds of different crazy versions and you know the the list of adjuncts is all over the map from chilies and marshmallows and vanilla and coconut just whatever you know whatever they have they can get their hands on that'll work they'll they'll put it in there and then this year i saw that they're doing uh bourbon barrels apple brandy apple brandy barrels and oh shoot i'm drawing a blank off the top of my head but it wasn't rum it was something different than rum uh, maybe I'll, I'll i'll look that up before the end of the show but um the, uh, a friend of mine down in texas who's a member he bought a barrel and after tax and everything it comes uh, almost just a shade under four grand for the whole barrel. <laughs> so, wow. That's, um, but, that's, but then that's a lot of what a lot of guys do is they, they get it all in bottles and they create a group and they, yeah, it's crazy. But what they do is they sell it off. They create a group and they, the group decides on the adjuncts and then they sell it off to everybody at whatever breaks up. Usually it's around 10 or $11 dollars a bottle 12 maybe 12 dollars a bottle depending on your yield from each barrel because the adjuncts if you did like graham cracker crumbs well guess what that graham cracker is going to soak up a ton of liquid so don't do graham crackers if you're anybody's out there in a, in a prayer um, so really if you think about it you know, Chris just bought one off the shelf at a killer liquor liquor bottle shop, and it was ten bucks. Well, this is a custom, unique bottle created by the brewery for just you personally, or your group, or whatever. And it was ten or eleven bucks a bottle, so it's a it's a pretty unique opportunity. So, <clears throat> sorry, I was long winded. Here, let me get into the beer. Um, 
like Chris said, it's motor oil, it's pitch black as night, thick as all get out. Right off the top, you get a little bit of the booziness of the rum barrel, which is like, like you know, it's hot in the vapors of like a good, good, good rum or bourbon. And then it immediately it hits your mouth, lips. It's just this cocoa. It's it's um, that toffee sweetness. And then it goes down. I mean, it's just thick. Coats your whole palate. It's, it's like a little bit of vanilla. Uh, it's not a lot of vanilla. I've had some before that are vanilla bombs. This is just a nice little touch of your Great beers. I've been fortunate enough to like, to have a friend, a friend that's a prairie dog, and he's he's really hooked me up with a few more than he should have. But um, if you ever get a chance, you know, the ones they sell in the store, their their barrel aging program has just been on fire. I know I've said this two or three times before, but it's been on fire lately. I like to something you said, Chris, about the label art. I love um, their label art because well, every different single one is totally unique and different. It's custom drawn or custom created for every different beer. Um, when you see them on a shelf, it somehow works and you know that probably going to be a prairie beer you're looking at even if you're out of market in a brand new uh, you can just tell the uniqueness of the label and you get a little closer you go oh yep artwork you can tell if you're you're you know going into a new market or something or a new shop um i, I don't like it when within one brand there's lots and lots. Okay, that's the Lagunitas section. That's the Sierra Nevada section. That's the Prairie. That's the New Belgium. Without having to look at every single individual package that's in there, you know. But, I mean, that's just me. Everybody has different, different strokes for different folks, but... Uh, um, I I just dug the illusion. <laughs> yep. Okay, we'll move on. Um, when I when Prairie first came in to my market in Joplin, which Joplin, Missouri, where I used to live, is about an hour and a half. It's like eighty some miles from Prairie from Tulsa. Uh, but we could not get any any. And uh, now that I live in Springfield, Missouri, which is just a hour farther east, um, we've got lots of prairie available to us. At first, it was just kind of, they do a lot of lighter sour stuff, really more saison, farmhouse type stuff. Uh, Prairie Gold or Prairie Funk or different versions of uh, and this is what the market is like, but 
Um, part of that reason, the difference between the Joplin market versus Springfield isn't because of prairies like demand. It's because that that it's a distributor. They go through an awesome distributor, Shelton Brothers, who distributes nationwide. They only go into markets where they can bring in big truckloads of their product. They know is going to sell all at one time. So Joplin's just kind of too small of a, a market where they don't really bring in very much, whereas Springfield's a lot bigger, and they do. So if you're a city that might have um, a, a better uh, Shelton Brothers footprint, so... I, I used to know more of the Shelton Brothers family of, of products. If you're small, like Joplin, you're probably it's going to be hard pressed for them to get a whole lot down to you versus a bigger city. So, um, get a barrel aged prairie if you can. Chris, so, okay, yeah, I'm here. All right. <laughs> All right, there's my take on prairie for you and the booty call from Prairie Dogs. Right. Uh, just so you know, Dan, your really? connection wasn't that great during that. You're, we caught most of what you said. Ah, no. Yeah, yeah right, there, might be, there might be some edits in there. <laughs> oh, what a bummer. But, no, like Chris said, we can get the most of it. So he may just have to slice out a few dead spots, but it'll be all right. Ah, all right. Well, editing well. for magic now oh, that brings us to the magic of ross okay so uh i'm gonna do a ba bible belt um it's uh, again it's gonna be a motor oil um this is this is probably my my third favorite prairie beer um pours again like we just said very dark thick viscous um it uh the smell on it is get you get the bourbon there you get vanilla you get coffee it's got all the big uh the big flavors that uh that dugout mentioned earlier um it's one of their their typical stout mixes this one's actually a uh, collaboration with evil twin um but uh it uh it, it is again one of my favorites from prairie um giving it a giving it a taste mm. so you get you get on the taste a lot more chocolate than you got on the smell. It's uh, got a real desserty fudge brownie, um, and then the vanilla's there as well. And you get that little uh, prairie pepper kick at the end as well, uh, which is not quite on. You don't get the pepper on the smell, but you definitely get it at the end of at the end of the mouth. It is nice and thick and full and creamy, and um, this is one delicious beer. Um, I said it's my third favorite, and that's only because I really love the apple brandy barrel. Um, that stuff's really good. And then Dan, one time, I guess maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, sent me a bottle of Pure Magic called Branson Jamboree, and that stuff was amazing. Um, but uh, 
but this is this is right there and this is very drinkable and again unfortunately i think it usually comes in around in my area 11.99 for a bottle of it um maybe a little more depending on which store and you don't get much of it you're going to it's one of those deals here where it's going to be a bottle or two limit where where whoever has it on sale uh, whoever actually gets it in, whenever they get it in stock, they'll post a picture on Facebook and then it's gone in a couple hours at, at most. Um, but, uh, but back to the beer itself, it is this, it's, it's a typical prairie sipper. You're going to work on it for a while, but you're going to enjoy it the whole time. This is definitely falls in the more desserty category. Definitely. It's, it's got that, it's got a nice strong chocolate taste to it. And, um, all the elements, come through in the taste in one way or another and, and it's got that nice little pepper kick at the end and while it is a 13 percenter um i wouldn't necessarily say it tastes that heavy um because yeah, it's got, the same thing with mine my, it's my got, mine was not boozy at all it's got all that other stuff going on and it ends up not being well this i've had for a while too i've had this bottle for <clears throat> or so um, it's got all that stuff going on, and uh, it all works really well without being too busy. So I really, really enjoy this. And um, and the other one I wish I could have reviewed, but I didn't have any of it, um, which is probably my favorite easy to, well, not easy to get, but I can get it regularly, is the Apple Brandy Barrel Noir. That stuff is magic to me as well. Um, but, uh, but this is a close second. JR is drinking along. You know, he can't join us tonight, but he sent us a picture. That, that's what JR is drinking right now. So he, he's drinking with us in spirit. <laughs> As is oh. Uncle Pete. He tried, he tried to get in and couldn't, so. He's, he's drinking what I was talking about. Okay. So, man, Prairie. I'm got to say, I'm impressed. Dan, you've mentioned this brewery a hundred times and <laughs> this is my this is my first time actually trying some i gotta say i'm 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 very impressed i will definitely try to seek this out whether i'm at home or whether i'm you know out here in the middle of the in the heartland where it's a little bit more available definitely going to be putting more prairie on my shopping list and uh and something they do um i talked about it on the show previously because it was uh this was the first year we got bottles of the deconstructed so they do the deconstructed event, which is the Prairie Bomb, but um, they'll have uh, each each keg will just have one of the major components of it. One of it's just the base plus the pepper, the base plus the vanilla, the base plus the chocolate, you know, whatever. And um, and you can kind of mix them to your own taste um, at the well, depending on how the depending on how the bar that's doing it is set up, they'll they'll let you do that. Sometimes sometimes you don't have as much. Uh, leeway to play around uh depending on on which bottle shop you're at but they actually distributed uh the deconstructed in in uh cases this year right so i um they actually had like little 12 packs that was three of each of each one we of got, well, and that's, we got that's, bottles of it that's what i was mentioning earlier that was the mixed four pack that i saw yeah. okay that was it was a deconstructed four pack and they were all four different and it was $37 for the four-pack, and I thought, well, I'll come back on Friday when I have a few extra bucks and pick that up. Yeah, yeah they, they sold those in, all of those in singles at my bottle shop for, I think, eight, I want to say eight ninety nine or eight forty nine a bottle. So you could buy, 
as many as you wanted of whichever whichever version you wanted. So uh, that was pretty cool. In, in our area, like I said, some of the bottle shops had deconstructed events where everything was on tap, and you could just mix it to whatever portions you wanted, uh, at, depending on the bottle shop. Yeah, that, that's cool. I've never that, heard of that, that before. Kind of, that was kind of fun too. Um, so you know, we went. We went. A friend of mine and I went a little pepper heavy. You know, on on one of them, or just just doing. Yeah, it, it was it was nice to to be able to to just mix three of the ingredients and see what that you know felt like. So um, anyway, okay. So well, this week we don't have a hipster tipster per se, but uh, Dan, you were saying that you did you had a little bit of beer news. Oh yeah, um, meeting. Sure. If you're if you're anywhere near St. Louis, my neck of the woods. Um, Perennial is going to be releasing their uh, their society. It's got some um, it's got some hipster Belgium name that I can't pronounce, so I'm not going to try. But uh, their 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 member bottles are you get twelve bottles, and they're all you just get one bottle of each. They are all barrel aged, and uh, you have to pick them up. They have a very short window that you have to pick them up. It's three hundred eighty dollars, I think, or ish in that range. For for all those twelve bottles throughout the year, so you're basically just prepaying for your beer. But that's the only way you can get those beers. They're really, 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 almost certainly very hard to get a hold of. Otherwise, like a barrel aged Abraxas or barrel aged Sump, barrel aged Seventeen, another Belgian style, you know, live. But um, that is going on sale. Pro- it's going to be after. That'll be Friday. This Friday coming up. But then. Monday, August 27th, if uh, there's any memberships left remaining, those will go on sale online. If you can get there Friday, you can be there in person, you can have it. You know, It's a way to reward their local fans, local uh, patrons, which I appreciate. But it really stinks because it means that Monday morning, there might only be a couple of spots open. So I might be SOL on Monday, but... Um, it's great, great opportunity to get 12 barrel-aged perennial beers that you can't get any other way except for if they put them on tap at the tasting room once in a while. So it's a good deal. All right. So anybody else have anything to add? Yeah. Um, was, prairie is delicious. I was going to say in, in news in North Carolina, it's that time of year down here. Uh, so Foothills is uh, the barrel aged sexual chocolate releases this coming weekend. And um, this year they're uh, releasing a, uh, a variant of it where they've added coffee. Um, so we're heading out to Winston-Salem on Saturday morning and hopefully score some. The other thing they do for their releases is they'll set up a randall and they'll put uh, whatever interesting things in that that they want to and run the sexual chocolate through that and then uh had some had some pretty good uh, results coming out of that as well um so last year it was kind of funny if you if you were there too early the randall wasn't working and then uh, i ended up getting there later than i normally do and my friends that only picked up their um cases and left and uh and I was like, man, you guys didn't tell me this stuff was in the Randall. This is really good. And, and they were, what are you talking about? And uh, so sometimes it pays me a little bit. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's this coming Saturday. And we're looking forward to this new variant they've added where they've uh, taken the barrel-aged sexual chocolate and actually made a barrel-aged coffee sexual chocolate. So we'll see how it comes out. 
So, and, and for those who don't know what a Randall is, um, it's a way of running the beer line straight through an adjunct. Um, a lot of times it might be done with fresh hops or with other types of adjuncts to add a particular flavor um, without adding it into the keg. It's an external device that hooks up to a tap line. Yeah, doesn't, uh, from what I know about a randalizer, uh, I remember uh, was JR talking about was Greenbush does the ice cream flavors every year. Yep. So I have yet to encounter a, a randalizer in person. I'm going to have to do that one day. Yeah, you know, my, my beer club has one. I could always borrow it. <laughs> That might be a that might be a fun episode at the house. <laughs> Randalize everything. Yeah, taking all kinds of shit, just putting it in the beer. Here, try this. Try this. Try this. All right. So, been an interesting episode. Learned about a neat new brewery. Definitely going to be more of this will be in my fridge. Um, yeah, Jr. Uncle Pete, they're with us in spirit. Uh, this is the part where I just remind you to follow us on Twitter at Beer Nuts Podcast or on Instagram at Beer Nuts Podcast. You can always email the show, Beer Nuts Podcast at ChristopherMedia.net. And, you know, I, I, who, who wants to do Mexico City? I don't, I'm not sure I have the pipes for it. JR's got that nice deep baritone. I don't feel I'd be doing it justice. I can give it another go. I've done it once before. Go there you go. It. You even got the experience, Doug. All right, here we go to Mexico. And as they say in old Mexico City, A-A-M-S. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.